0: Just today in the morning, I asked uh, Nathesh, you think I'm like really crazy, right? (laughs) He uh, he looked at me and he said, "Um, no, but you're an artist, so it's okay.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Questions I Wanted to Ask with Anshu. Our first guest for questions I wanted to ask is filmmaker and screenwriter Ashwini Ayatwari, who's directed several feature films including Neel Bhattisanata, Bareli Ki Barfi, Panga, and has recently announced the biopic on Mr. Narayan Muti. Beyond her work, Ashwini is a painter, potter, a voracious reader, and someone who loves staying close to nature. But for me, she's one of the most wonderful women I've had the opportunity to know, to meet, and work – Uh, mother of twins and an absolutely amazing human being and a beautiful artist who's constantly striving to bring beautiful narratives through her art. Uh, Ashwini, welcome to the opening episode of questions I wanted to ask. Thank you so much for doing this, uh, you know, with me. I'm excited as well as honored to have you. For the opening episode, like I was telling you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always being there for so many years now. And I'm glad that you look very happy now. So just, <laughs> thank yeah. you. I am. <laughs> so the best thing is that um, at, uh, with women is that I think it's with every human is that when you start loving yourself enough and when you start taking care of yourself enough and when you know what you want uh, is when uh, it starts reflecting even in everyone else's So that it's a, it's like a, uh, it's like an effect. It's a magic effect which happens.
1: I know. I think, I mean, it's that process of loving myself. I've taken a lot of time to be able to reach there. I think I'm still building on it, but uh, actually you kind of put, put it very right. It's the process of loving yourself. And then you start identifying everything about you and like, you know, you start fixing up things and all and, you know, this also got me thinking that it's been so many years I know you. I think even before Bareilly, when even you were just starting Bareilly Ki Barfi, to, you know, to now when you're doing the next big major feature with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Murti. I mean, it's, and I've seen that journey and you juggling so many of these things, even work-wise, it's not never that you a feature. You're constantly and films, you ho. Aap kuch likh rahe hote ho. Uh, uh, books, though, I think you are like surrounded by them. Uh, you're constantly like, you know, reading something, putting it I'm
0: up a on. The- <laughs> like, people hoard uh, jewelry, people hoard uh, uh, shoes. I'm a book hoarder. I hoard books. No, I know you have
1: a special penchant for jo- jewelry and clothes, also. That I'm going to come later. <laughs> oh. uh, you've gone on a solo trip, uh, not a solo, I think, with your friend to explore yes, the different. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, weaves of Gujarat and all of that and I think that's one of the trips and I was like, wow, how does she do that? <laughs> like I wanted to discuss k- what was your frame of mind when you went there? Why did you want to do that? So uh,
0: maybe because uh, I've always been an explorer right from the beginning and I never felt uh, that uh, I, 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 uh, I think Also, my my parents never made me feel that maybe I'm a girl and therefore I wouldn't. And I'm talking this about the 70s, right? Yeah. Uh, The 70s born. So um, uh, my parents never made me feel like that. So maybe that's why I was always nurtured to be an explorer, to explore different kinds of things. Music, whether it's music, art, uh, whether it is uh, love for plants, nature, nature. also, uh, I think this one thing really stuck in my brains that my mother had told me that, you know, you need to educate yourself. You uh, need to fall in love. You need to get married. You need to have kids, but you you need to continue working. And this, I think I've also told you this long, this, that really struck me. And um, you know, I felt that there is more to life than doing this one thing. So, hmm. uh, yes, making movies is my passion. Telling stories is my passion. But beyond that, uh, I need to explore myself in lots of different ways is because that helps me be creative. That helps me uh, uh, be uh, not monotonous. That mm-hmm. also helps me to get away from uh, the rat race of any uh, kind of work we do. So is,
1: is that the way you disconnect yourself You know, whenever you want to take break from either home or from work? Is this way like when you travel and all of that, that's how you disconnect?
0: Yeah, so maybe the lockdown was the longest time I have stayed at home is because uh, my feet were itching is that I'm not traveling. <laughs> the idea of travel also changed in, in years. So when I was 25, my idea of travel, let me start from 18, maybe uh, 17, 18 was a time when you used to travel because I'm from an art school. So I always used to travel for mm-hmm. art school where you have to go and do live sketching you know, when mm-hmm. and that. And then it go, went on to doing treks, uh, treks of uh, various places. And then I think as you grew, then it was about uh, a little bit of soul searching. So you kind of go, you do travel on your own. And um, so I went to Pondicherry. I stayed there in Audubon. From Audubon, I went. Uh, I uh, was staying in this really uh, beautiful French house in Audubon, and he and his daughter were going. To, uh, and uh, he and his daughter and his, her sister, like he and his two daughters, were going to um, uh, this whole uh, Tanjore and all these places by car. Mm. So they asked me whether you want to join, and I said, okay, I'll join. And that's how I saw so many places, I met so many new people. Then uh, I come back and then again I travel, do something. But I've always been a learner. So I always wanted to learn new things. And because photography is a passion, photography has been a subject for me in like art school. And you know that's always been an integral part. Is because I'm an art director. You say, by education, so uh, Mm -hmm. so so it is important uh, that that part of me will always be there. Uh, But then as and when you started moving on, I was very interested in people and culture, and uh, it was important for me. Uh, to, uh, that in my all my experiences when I was working in advertising, we used to do a lot of research. Mm. So that's how we used to meet so many different kinds of people. We started studying ethnography of people and, you know, the culture, and how they stay, what they do, how they live, mm. which is more of a statistical kind of research, uh, which we do. But that really helped me that because there was more beyond the cities of our country. And uh, then you go, you meet different kinds of people. Then, uh, slowly and steadily, uh, because of my love for nature, I love being in the forest. I feel the forest is the only place where uh, uh, you cannot control it. Because once you're inside the forest, the forest controls you. So, my love for forest was so much that uh, I I always felt that in a year, I need to go twice to the forest. And Uh, what do you do? Like, you go alone or you go with the kids and everyone or... Uh, uh, Nitesh was never into this, but I think uh, uh, once he got, got used mad, to it, <laughs> he's, he's anyways with a mad person. So <laughs> less, like, you know, uh, I'm not a mad person. I think a uh, very passionate, passionate. People. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to go with the flow. So sure, he also started accompanying me, but he started enjoying the whole aspect. Then I started taking my writers. They started enjoying this um, because everyone uh you you are very patient when you're in the forest forest yeah and uh, then children came and uh, i remember taking my children uh to the forest when they were 6 months old huh. right from 6 months old and today they are like 10 and a half so every year except uh, last year also we went uh, no last year we didn't go so i mean 22 20 was 20. 20 redundant for for nice. yeah but yeah also a lot of learning so i would never say that but yeah So till 2019, and hopefully this year, every
1: year it's been 12 years now. We have been been forest every year. But you know, my question is that uh, so you've you've travelled and you've wandered and you've done a lot of these treks and all of that. How did that change after the twins? I mean, you have two lovely twins, and they were too young, and especially I mean, I I don't have a twin, but I don't have twins, but I know it's very difficult when they're especially young, right? Uh, Yeah. How did that change, or did you adjust, or like what happened when the twins came in, and how did that those soul searching persuades change, Basically, I think when we decide as a couple to have children, that's
0: mm-hmm. not for sure. that's for everyone who everybody, yeah, huh? two uh, uh, independent individuals who are uh, uh, who are very uh, progressive in nature, but do want mm-hmm. to have family. I don't want to have a family. Hmm. Uh, it's important that the decision of having a child is mutual. Uh, sure. And uh, that is very important for me. And also I do feel that uh, that it is important that as much as the woman um, gives birth to a child, it's also the father's responsibility father. uh, to be equally responsible of rearing the child.
1: You and Adesha are such highly, like, creatively led people right uh, the house is led by two people who are who, whose professions are also you know creatively led how do you ensure a balance at home i mean i know nateesh has done his engineering and all of that stuff but how do you ensure a balance at home uh, where you know in today's day and age like you mentioned about no ipad day and all of that stuff how do you Ensure a balance that while the kids are continuously being exposed to or whatever are using consuming internet or you know the electronic devices, but at the same times are close to at the same time are close to you know their own inner self or creativity or whatever you want to term at. How do you do that? Like as parents or as you as a mother? I think um, um, it is about like I said before. Also, it is about
0: talking to them as friends Um, and. uh, Especially at an age uh, which is almost preteens, it's important that you, you keep telling them uh, uh, what is right and what is wrong and, and give them uh, the responsibility to start engaging themselves in the surroundings and also to acknowledge and understand what it is. Uh, if, if you uh, I mean, but what I said is because taking the, taking responsibility of themselves most importantly of themselves. Uh, I think that is important, and uh, I also feel it's important to let go a bit. Hmm. Yes, uh, there would be times of worry. You would always worry. You would. You, uh, I mean that those things will always happen. Uh, but uh, it is important to be a friend and talk like a friend and talk talk as if you're talking to uh, to a friend. Uh, I, I think that's what we have adapted uh, uh, because um, when you say, uh, I, I think it's also human. Uh, and I still remember when my mother used to tell me, you do not do that, or you cannot do that. Then I would say, why? Versus saying that, you know, you the reason why you, you should not do that is so and so, and you can check for yourself. Then there's a more understanding there. Interesting, interesting. So but what we did was that um, when we this saw, so especially when you may, it was a lockdown and then there were like these uh, uh, holidays which came in. So basically there is no school also. So then it's very obvious that uh, you will be playing games uh, because that's what it is. I and mean, this is a generation where all the kids are there, but then there's a slight uh, timeline need to be kept for that. So, so what we did was that um, uh, we found a kit site and we said that uh, the 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 good and bad points of playing games. Hmm. That's it, and we showed them that article in their own language if they could understand what it is. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So, so let them let them take a call on what they want to do basically.
0: Yeah, but then they understand that, and I'm, I'm sure they understand all these things. And then mm-hmm. they go back to it. It's uh, then it then it is like uh, <laughs> reprimanding you for two days. <laughs> Nothing doing now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's a, like I think the other side of the mother comes out. <laughs> that's no, no. That's I think they're in every house, right? Every house, yeah, you know, I agree. The house, the
1: ba- bad cop and the good cop, is there in every oh, house? I think in my house it's every day, and <laughs> it's totally not, bad cop. <laughs> <Yeah, back> that <to laughs>
0: cop. One day, someone has to be the bad cop, and then otherwise, the most amazing cop is the grandmother. Oh, 100%, 100%. And even more amazing cops
1: are the Chacha Chachis and the taujis and uh, oh, and everyone. I mean, those kids who have, you know, people and the family around are, I would always say blessed. But I think the mother has been very, very instrumental in helping you. you. Like you've had a very, very solid support system, uh, you know, post the twins were born. Uh, do you want to talk about how important it is for the men and the family, you know, to be around the woman, you know, post she delivers so that she can quickly get back to work? Because I think one of the most challenging times of any woman's life is once she delivers. Because, you know, especially the first kid or in your case, twins. Because you not know Yeah, so when I had twins, uh, uh, I was like, what the hell? You know, just,
0: it just happened. happened. <laughs> Things and I was like, oh God, what happened? <laughs> I still remember my doctor uh, uh, said that they are your kids. I said, yeah, but uh, then I started bu- I bursted out. I think it was all the hormones which were just coming out, and you know, all uh, it, Although, it happens to every woman. Yeah, uh, yeah. And suddenly I said, oh, it was almost like oh. Oh my God, my I can't. My career is gone.
1: I can't see a future now. <laughs> you did see. You you did have those those moments of self doubt. But how did you how did you come out of that? I think it came out uh, purely
0: because uh, uh, hats off to Nitesh, hmm. uh, who was always there and who was an amazing uh, support during those that one year where you need the maximum support maximum Mm. my uh, my mother was there and uh, I should also give a lot of respect and a due credit uh, to my nanny who came in and my cook. 100% my cook uh, cook, Uh. um, she's been there with me for like 17 years now and uh, you know a lot of things when you're very doubtful about like how do you how do you spaddle how do you what do you do? How uh, how do you uh, give a bath or you know those, those things, things, things? and but I feel that when when we have uh, such amazing support system at home, then things just work beautifully. So so how much after how long did you resume Even work? Everyone has their own little responsibility, so yeah, they just take up their own little responsibility. Mom, so obviously she can't swaddle and give paddle and all that. yeah, I had a very amazing nanny who's still with me. Was always been mm-hmm. he's also been 11 years with me now, and I think that's important. I'd never feel ashamed to say that, you know, because uh, uh, I think it is important to have a good support system in place uh, to to give yourself also the due credit that you you have an identity before you had a child. Yeah, but yeah. Continue with that identity and double up that identity yeah yeah and but I'm i think only for working women i'm not saying yeah. all uh i'm only saying that as an individual yeah whether homemaker whether you have a small business from home whether you're working from home whether you're working outside of home um whatever you're doing Uh, even if you even if you're a homemaker but you sing very well or you dance very well or you or you were a health freak uh, what happens is that there's a there is like a yeah of course you will have a setback for like three four months but then it just becomes a it just becomes a lazy thing which just comes you start get, getting reasons you start having reasons you start having Reasons, um, and then you take all the responsibility on yourself that everything is yeah. a responsibility, which I don't it's think not that, it's not yeah at this age, i don't think so it is uh, i feel that the responsibility comes in from everyone who chips in yeah and ultimately you're the mother of these this beautiful uh, little creatures <laughs> and uh,
1: and that will always be there yeah yeah so so it's basically like whatever support system you have around you you start like trusting them a little bit to start chipping in and so that you you have and the energy to go back to also work yeah, and also
0: uh, energy to go back to work or even go for one hour to a salon
1: and, and uh, pamper yourself or go meet your friends and have, din- have lunch. Yeah, but it's important that you start giving, you know, after you become a mother, you start giving that time to yourself so that you get back your confidence and your identity. Exactly.
0: Uh, it is more about feeling good of your own self and also feeling good of yourself that, hey, you know what, you're a mother now and that's such mm. a beautiful feeling. So, I feel uh, that should never go. But your identity of who you are as a person also should never go. But like, did that change after the kids? If, if you're the kind who loves going out with, to meet your friends every, every weekend for lunches. If you're someone who loves wearing beautiful clothes.
1: It should stay on. Stay on. All these things yeah. should stay on. But Ashwini, there's so many changes that have also happens to your body, right? After you give birth to a baby. Uh, while you and I maybe, you know, move out and we we kind of interact with people to slightly get that confidence back. And, you know, we are blessed to have...
0: I didn't. I put on so many kilos after I had my twins and it was a C-section. I couldn't recognize myself as because I was a trekker. I used to cycle um I was such a sports person and uh, uh suddenly I, I I gave away myself in terms of looking after myself mm-hmm. and grown so many kilos yeah yeah, yeah So just, just one of my uh, very close dear friend had a baby right now and the first thing I told her was that you know she said I'm going back now after three months I said Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to start slowly, whatever, you have to start slowly uh, doing that is because um, uh, I think we are staying also in a day and age where um, gratification always becomes important. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, we would be lying to ourselves if we say gratification is not important for Mm -hmm. every man and woman. And uh, so to say that, hey, you know, you're looking good. And I'm not saying looking good in terms of that you, you, we, we all have like this fantastic figure and all that stuff. No, no, I'm not talking about any of those things. It is just that, you know, when you're shining inside, you shine outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the post-natal care or, you know, taking care of yourself really in the next one, one and a half years, whether you're working, not working, doesn't matter. I think, I think it's very, very important uh, because it just brings back who you are. I think it's yeah. pretty much the same thing happened with me. It took me almost three to four years, five years, I would say, to come back to originally who I was. I like I didn't recognize myself, who I was, how I was reacting to things. The but hormonal changes. It's hyperventilate. The- we hyperventilate yeah, yeah. on things. You know, we feel we
0: are responsible for everything. Every single thing is our responsibility. Till the time, there was a time where... Once I remember, I was calling on the phone. I was, I think, at work. I called up and I said, you know what? You need to do this, this, this. I told him, I called up Nitesh and I told him, you know what? You're at home today. Why don't you just tell that, you know, these things have to be done and all that stuff. And he just still one sentence, you know, said, chill. I'm also the father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: It, it is very self,
0: uh, self-proclaimed uh, guilt.
1: Yeah, 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 and the the only way to the only way to get out of it, or the only way to is to start working on yourself, whatever you like, right? Only thing is that I feel that uh, if uh, our uh, our job as
0: new age parents right now is to inculcate uh, the idea of good well being for your kids, obviously, uh, uh, with respect to uh, everything, whether it is nature, whether it is people, whether it is uh, uh, any, anything which happens around you and also to be good human beings beyond that uh, they're learning everything in school and also more importantly what I feel is that uh, we as parents which it is true that the children learn a lot from how the parents are uh, but if we start giving that you need to do this you need to do this then they'll start thinking only in that direction but for them to evolve, as individual thinkers, it is important that we give them that little leverage to even make those little to mistakes. To grow and
1: evolve, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. grow yeah. and evolve. Uh, like I remember now uh, in this online school, of course, all children have gone through a few stuff time to get adjusted to yeah, say, yeah. online school because so they're not a... meeting their friends person yeah. you know not their teachers it's everything is on the computer uh, and uh, uh, they sometimes even forget to do their project work or homework whatever it is called and uh, we I had a parent teacher meeting and the teacher told me that you know your son has not done your homework uh, and I asked him did you not do your homework uh, he said uh, first he said yes then no and then he said yes and uh, uh, then uh, we told him that uh, you don't do the homework, you will get reprimanded for it. So, I'm not going to be the one sitting with you and saying, do you homework? Do you homework? Do your homework? I don't think so. My parents ever did that. I think
1: yeah. our generation parents never did that to us. They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't Anyways, but, but Ashani, you know, coming back to, uh, just you know after you've given birth to the kids and i actually want to talk about you know how when when you start having a lot of these emotional changes you know that you go through after kids and all of that it starts somewhere reflecting in how you interact with people at work etc right uh did you ever feel your interactions or people you know at work etc because you also are like always constantly meeting new people because of you know being at different sets and locations did you feel that, you know, that changed, your confidence level dropped, etc. In, you know, stuff you like
0: know, that? I was uh, very lucky is because uh, uh, when, uh, when I gave birth to my children, I was still working in an agency uh, called Leo I had brilliant uh, agency heads. And I think the work culture totally depends on who is managing the company. Managing the company. Brilliant uh, people like uh, Arvind Sharma and KV Sridhar, who was managing the company and their work ethics was like, you know, don't worry about anything. In fact, even before I delivered the kids, I remember Ardhan Sharma calling me one day and telling me that you're going to feel very bad after you give birth to children, thinking that you're losing out on a lot of things at work, but don't worry about that. When you come back, everything is just so lovely. I think that that is very, very important. Yeah. Encouragement from the closest person is your husband, right? Mm. Is your is your partner, mm. uh, and uh, he also needs to give you that much encouragement. There would be see your thinking pattern uh, cannot be same for every. You can't expect the same thinking pattern for everyone around
1: you. Yeah,
0: there will be yeah. some people who uh, uh, like. I didn't have those uh, those any of those uh, point of views, but I'm saying in a uh, in a if you see an overall setup. There may be some some women who would face those issues yeah. uh, where the husband is saying something but then the in-laws will say something else something and else. mother will say something else. I mean, if, it's, it's a very I common issue. Have a point of view on everything when, when a child is born and how yeah. you should also be, what you should be doing. Uh, without disrespecting anyone, uh, I feel it is important to take everyone's uh, point of view in, into place. But the most important point of view is uh, to take your husband's point of view, is because you're in it together.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, I'm no superwoman. Uh, if you tell me that, oh, you're leaving your kids at home and you're going to work, or you. Uh, I started. I started. Make, I made nobody's sonata when my kids were three years old. 2013. Oh, uh, uh two thousand, gone to Avra and shot there for one and a half months without being super comfortable knowing that Nitech is at home taking care of the kids and my mom is there and I have a great support system. Hmm. So uh, that is important. Peace of mind is the most important thing. That peace of mind uh, is that uh, whatever gives you peace of mind, you know, hmm. with with you and your relationship with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then you should not watch what the world says, and everyone will have a point of view on what you say. I have had questions of, oh, you're out of home for one and a half months to shooting gear. So who's going to take care of the kids? You know, those yeah. are the kind of questions. Yeah, yeah. You can take questions in two ways. Either you feel like extremely bad about it and you like pack up and you come back home uh, or you take it in the right spirit and you say, and you feel very proud and happy that you have a good support system at home and an uh, uh, amazing yeah. husband very willing to take care uh, of your dreams and aspirations, as much as this, so as much as this, and as much as the kids who have yeah. come into the Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it is all about that. Uh, it yeah.
1: is all about that at the end of the day. But but tell me something. I mean, you we both of us are in a profession which is still prime We are still the very privileged ones who have a good
0: support system. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, I think more than half of, uh, of more than the, that. Do not have work. that yeah but ashwini you are you know i know you you have an excellent team of writers and your dops and your you know all of these guys who you worked with for years i think uh, mostly men but how comfortable is it when because you when you started out i think 10-12 years back as a one of the only few female directors how comfortable were you discussing money your uh, you know your fee etc uh with whosoever, you know, you had to discuss. Uh, was it, is it something that you learned as in, in the process? I think so. I had so many issues is
0: because I've worked in advertising like for 16, 17 years and I've always interacted with amazing um uh, men uh, who are, who are some of my closest friends even today. Mm. I so many good friends across uh, the uh, in this industry in uh, uh, my client servicing days or, or even some of my uh, amazing um, clients, brands who we worked with. Mm. Uh, Then, uh, so it was just a very organic process. Mm. And uh, like I said, I've never thought of myself as as a woman in a man's world. I've never done Mm. that. Even Mm. when when we started out in advertising, Mm. not too many women till a point of time when we were asked to hire more women into Mm. the field. So, Mm. Uh, so that is there. And then when you go into films uh, for the longest time, I was only called sir. And I found it very funny is because uh, that is, it is very interesting to figure out and say that, you know what, this is how it's going to be. Hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, I never had those issues and uh, I will, I don't think so. I still have, uh, I'm most, uh, I have a lot of guy friends and I'm most comfortable with them. And uh, um I don't know.
1: It's never been on top of my mind. Uh, comfortable yes. with discussing finances and fee and all of that. Coming back to uh, your work, I I still want to know, Ashwini, do you do you have like for a year like now since two thousand twenty one started? You have something on going on floor. Currently, you're editing something. Uh, the big, the next big feature is there, and then the kids are going through so much of change. How do you structure? I mean. I want to learn, how do you structure your time? Uh, and in terms of priorities, do you give yourself priorities? And, you know, so this is structuring between your work, between the kids and family and commitments, social commitments, as well as the same time that you give to yourself for, you know, soul searching or improvement or whatever you want to, or for self-love. How do you structure that? When structuring happened
0: during the lockdown, Is because from a time when you didn't have to cook. Huh. Everything was taken care of, right? right mm. from washing the clothes and the cooking and the cleaning the house and yeah. everything. all yeah. those the most important things is taken care of. yeah, so then you don't have anything much to do because then you're only concentrating on your work and your kids and you know all those kind of things. Uh, the most important realization of of being disciplined came during that time when I used to have my meetings only after four
1: o'clock. And we're be very because, happy to say you know wanted to cook, clean, wash the vessels, and then we used. I know you used to put up those lovely posts on Insta, also you know cooking, and I, I mean you always put up food posts. Uh, but uh, you used to put up a lo- lot of those cooking videos, you know, during Insta uh, during uh, uh, lockdown. A
0: little, uh, uh, challenge to myself of learning something new. Yeah. So uh, so instead of going to London to learn printmaking, I learned. Printmaking. <laughs> I, I I think I'm glad I did that. So, which I would have never done otherwise, right? Because yeah. my passion is not cooking. So, it's eating. So, it's not cooking. So, yeah. yeah. You have moments is because I'm still a creative person at the end of the day. So, I will have my uh, bizarre lazy moments which will come in. Which will creep yeah. in very happily. There will be days when uh, I would just be uh, only reading and I won't do anything. Uh, yesterday I just thought of uh, uh, I suddenly just realized that oh god I have like uh, have to study uh, uh, something new and I've been pushing this way too forward so I just saw this because so I've been like learning how to do Litho, lithography wow. yeah wow. and suddenly yesterday in the evening so today morning when I woke up the first thing was to sit and do you this. know do yeah, do this. So I kind of don't have a structure, structure in mind, in my head. Uh, but uh, the only thing which I do is and which is something which I've learned is that uh, be in the moment and whatever you do, do it fully. Sure. So, so if I, uh, I don't have any disciplined time that every day in the morning I have to sit and write. It's not like that. But if I feel it's on my mood, if I feel that I like that, I'm doing that, I'll do that. Uh, if I feel like nagging my kids, I'll go and nag my kids. If suddenly I feel that they have not cleaned their room, the cupboards are dirty and everything, that will happen. There are days when I'll be like, real. so yeah, so it is a very lenient discipline, but yeah.
1: But then I'm doing that thing, then I'm, I do it completely you know there are so many of these young girls who want to come you know in filmmaking whether it's right as writers and directors and who have no connection in the past and all of that of course you know we all know if you have talent and if you're hard working and all of that stuff you'll find your way you'll figure that way but are there any rules or guide are there any basic things that these young girls from small towns in India or from wherever they come uh, to be able to become for example to get the kind of success or see the kind of work that you have created are there any important things to keep in mind for these young girls
0: i think uh, i would just take my example um not that i've achieved something really big or anything like that i still have a very long way to go i'm we all a, have but yeah i mean the a dreamer uh i still want to do a whole lot of things uh, but i feel that um, no one can ever stop you from achieving what you really want to achieve but then sure. achievement then the dream can only happen with a lot of hard work and honesty to yourself, sure. So I think that is the most important thing, and to be driven all the time. Um, uh, for me, it has always been. I I remember that uh, in my fourth year of college of art school, I very clearly put in, you know, that uh, I need to get a silver medal or a gold medal in my uh, in my final year, and I'd put it down. It's like almost like a uh, like an intention board, vision board, yeah. Time now. It's a very cool word to use, but I yeah. think it is about uh, always uh, putting out. Uh, there is a lot of difference between wishing and doing. Sure. What you wish for and what you dream uh, of, you have to even start putting it into into work. You know. So if wow. you want to maker, uh, right now there are lots of colleges. Who give you that uh, the uh, the facilities of going and studying there, and from there, then you need to prove your prove yourself. Um, uh, the only thing I I like uh, would like to say youngsters, whether it's a girl or a, or a boy, um, uh, is that uh, they they never stop dreaming, but also put in equally the hard work. Uh, only knowledge of that everyone can um, know, only knowledge of saying that, you know, I've watched so many films and I I know, uh, you know, this uh, director made Cinema. this film, you know, yeah. this was a Neuer film and this was a Parisian film and this thing and that thing or whatever. Yes, it's important to learn films. That's how things happen. Uh, uh, it's important to study films. Uh, but uh, because you did that doesn't mean that you know it all. You have to go through the rig, of, of learning. Everyone has a, has a time and a place when things happen. beautiful uh, uh, I uh, and I think that happens with everyone. It's just not filmmaking. It's is isn't every uh, place that yeah. Uh, yeah, just finish and then they. Uh, by the time it's two years, they they want to be uh, everything there. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I'm Not say it's not possible, it is possible, but there's a little hard work which goes into it,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: uh, and step by step, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yes, you say you want to film, make you want to make a film, you want to be a director, but then being a director doesn't comes with in, responsibilities. You yeah, responsibilities, yeah, through 100 people, over 100 people. It is about managing, uh, uh, it's all it's being an HR person, it is also being. Uh, um, listening to so many people so many egos uh, to to understand how teamwork is done it is also yeah. for knowing uh, art uh, about uh, music about everything which just comes along and in a set when when you are not sticking to a timeline and when, uh, when something goes wrong or you have to take a quick decision all eyes are on you on no one else Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the maturity of making a film and whether it's any other thing uh, comes only through experience. And I think the more experience we get is what
1: makes us good uh, professional in any field. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Make- I think that 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 part where you said about wishing versus actually doing is so interesting because we all wish for so many things. But when we we don't really do it. And I think that's that kind of separates... All of us are separate, majorly, you know, people who succeed versus people who are just thinking and doing.
0: So, uh, this is something which I've seen, and uh, I so you can keep wishing you can say, keep saying that, you know, I um, okay, let's give it, let I me launch this, let me give a very simple example, okay. Um, I want a a a rose plant in my house I want a rose plant in my house I want a rose plant in my house so uh, till the time you say it it's okay but then you need to go and get a sapling also from the from the nursery okay so you get the sampling and then you keep looking at the say oh yeah I've got a rose plant now it's such a beautiful rose plant but till the time you don't put water into it every day the rose is not going to grow yeah Uh, and you have to see it blooming so um you have to do it every day yeah 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 that's why they say right the 21 day uh ritual Habit. is actually very correct is because yeah. uh, uh, i want to lose weight i want to lose weight i want mm-hmm. to weight. but at the time you don't get up and you don't go and do, do it yeah it. and also to not uh, um, to just be at it yeah 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 because um, that's how we, uh, we finish screenplays. And that's yeah, how get writing because is. Because you need concentrated time, whether it is one hour or whether it's three hours. But the, the, habit, the, uh, the idea of habit and ritual is very important, important. for any profession. Yeah. For yeah. That you yeah. have to complete it with means you have to sit and make sure that you do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Find the sources which will happen, uh, or uh or, and you. And I think it's also important to have a goal. Yeah, yeah. I started training um, for running now, and my coach asked me. Uh, I said no, I'm 41, but think, I think I can start training for running, and I need to do that. <laughs> uh, he he called me and told me, uh, so be ready, six uh, o'clock in the morning. And my jaw dropped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I and he said, what is your thing? I said that I want to, uh, I have always dreamt that I, I had go, I had trekked a lot in the Himalayas when uh-huh. I was really young, That uh-huh. was like 16, uh, ages back. And I want to go back there. I want to trek. I want to cycle in uh-huh. Ladakh. I want to do those things. Um, so he said, where is your target? I said, uh, uh, one year. I I didn't say like six months. So we said, okay, uh, this is your target. This is what you need to do. Uh, Get ready at six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. First three days, I just, I was like this. I I didn't know what was happening to me. (laughs) I didn't know whether I was sleeping or whether I was awake, you know. So because my body was so, I, I, I I, it was very different thing. So there are times when you say, okay, you know, just send a message and say, you can't do it today. Now uh, let's not get up in the morning. It's such a beautiful weather when the whole house is sleeping, but you take <laughs> yourself so much and getting up in the morning. And you know, this doing. is
1: discipline and wishing versus that, doing. That is yeah.
0: Discipline, that, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going, I will, I will curse myself to take up this challenge, but yeah, but that's what it is. And, uh, uh, it has to be a discipline. So, and you know, this is something which I also learned when we are shooting a film. It is a discipline. Every day you have a seven o'clock shift, or and it's a nine o'clock shift. Whatever, but huh? But it's like almost like an army discipline you get into. Yeah, so, yeah. If it's a seven o'clock shift, then you have a be on set at six fifteen, which means you get up at four o'clock. You finish all your uh, personal stuff and then you go. The team meets at a particular point. point. One, uh, one team will go in one car, the other team will go in the other car. All the teams will reach at a certain point there and then breakfast will happen and then they come to set. It happens every day of the time during a schedule of whatever time. If it's evening, then evening. If it is morning, then morning. But it happens every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but this is, yeah, I mean, that discipline and I think I'm throughout this conversation, what I've understood is Ashwini, you know. Uh, uh, sorry, Anshu, this
0: discipline, uh, I think we have also seen a lot with our mothers. Yeah. yeah. Whether they were homemakers or whether they were, they were working. Yeah, I mean. Okay, as teachers, I have seen this discipline throughout my they life. They spent years doing the okay. same okay. thing, my you friend, know. My, my Masi, my mom. Everyone, my mother yeah. a homemaker. My grandmother has been a homemaker. My mother um, was a school principal. Um, but I have seen this discipline every day of their lives. They never cribbed off. And this is, I think, this is what I learned is because I felt that you know you always and this lockdown okay, again teaches you those kinds it's of things. Which is thing. Is get too carried away with with uh, following a life which may not be particularly yours, you know, you may not enjoy doing it, but but you want to be a certain way and then you get yeah. back and you know what, this is not what it is. Uh, they do it every day. Uh, they used to get up in the morning, they'll go for a bath, they'll do this thing, they'll start cooking, the afternoon lunch is ready, uh, then once the afternoon lunch is done, then she will she will read her books, she's very good in embroidery, she'll do her tailoring,
1: this thing will happen, as soon as she'll find time for everything else yeah 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 but there's discipline in fact you know very aptly you mentioned about living i think this almost brings me close to uh this conversation towards the end of the podcast but just last two questions ashwini you mentioned about being in an industry where sometimes you have to do things which you may not, not enjoy right uh i want to ask that in an industry and i think you and i are quite aware of that in an industry which is full of glamour beauty Uh, late night hours and a lot of other things that uh, that might not go with the lifestyle of say being a mother or you know being a wife who has multiple other things how do you still to stay rooted I know all part of your answer will be through discipline but how have you managed to uh, stay rooted in spite of all of this and also, I think, bring that out through your movies, whether it was Bareilly, whether it was Panga. I remember messaging you after Panga, saying, Ashwini, I could relate so much from the film. Uh, I'm not a sports person, but I could relate so much. The film was very, very rooted for me. How do you manage to stay rooted in an industry which is full of glamour? Uh,
0: I think that, uh, Anshu, to answer your question, uh, uh, every uh, it is not only... Uh, uh, the entertainment industry but i think every industry has its own pros and cons and uh and whether whether you're in the banking sector or whether you're in the hotel uh, industry or whether you're in uh, any kind of uh, sector with uh, it everything you know it's all different advertising everything is different it's up to you on what is your end focus sure uh, I think every industry has its own pros and cons and it is important that we uh, as as individuals know what is our end purpose. So yeah. our end purpose uh, could be uh, anything. And for me, my end purpose was only the reason I got into making films because I was having a a very amazing job in uh, in my agency You're where um, I was heading uh, a company. I was... I was traveling, I was, I was traveling countries, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, you know, I think when uh, uh, you. You know, hmm. but our parents, uh, we have arrived when we travel, uh, you know, by, uh, by, by flight and we, uh, we have like cars coming and picking us up from the office and yeah. so yeah. you get yeah. paid for all your travels and everything yeah. and this class also after, you know, that's after ages, a certain yes. lesson uh, yes. your uh, uh, in your so everything was there, and then when you get in your um, in your salary, by for vacation you have, a little amount for buying a car, and you have <laughs> a driver which comes in from the from the office. So, for your parents, you have arrived there. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, uh, uh, for this middle-class girl uh, to leave everything and to get back to basics, to start from the beginning. Uh, after a good 16 years of working, uh, it and was a form of storytelling because I was still a part of the entertainment mm-hmm. and the uh, advertising media industry mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. Uh, and there are some cross, uh, you know, you yeah, can, they go uh, parallel. Yeah. Uh, but uh, still my focus was that I just needed to tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my purpose was that. So even at a certain point of time, when people really didn't know that it was I who made Bareilly Ki Berfi or I who made uh, even I think now some people do not maybe people do not know that I made Panga and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me uh, because uh, I feel uh, that uh, the joy is that when you meet someone and uh, they you introduce yourself or and they say oh you have made that film, film. I think that is more joyous for me uh, yeah. And, and it ends up uh, sums up everything which my son said that uh, my stories and the movies which I make in any form of storytelling, whether it is in the form of my art or whether it's in the form of my uh, movies or whether it's in the form of my uh, whatever, even what I'm doing with you right now. If that can live past me, then uh, yeah. it. I don't think so. It matters. Uh, uh, how I look but I think my uh, imparting knowledge is more important more me. important My, uh, I feel that my stories in any form should live beyond me and uh, for the archives and like my son, uh, son summed it up really well uh, also I feel that it is uh, what I say and what I do and if I am very true to what I am doing that is more important and that comes to everyone that I think you have to be true to yourself. When you look at yourself, right in, when you say that, what is your purpose in life? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I recently read a very beautiful interview uh, by uh, uh, Mr. Harsh uh, Mariwala. Mariwala Mariko. Uh, Mariko. And uh, he said that, and uh, that is him saying, he's saying that, you know, in at every stage of your life, if you decide and know what your purpose of life is yes. at that given point of time yeah. then you will only towards that and your yes. purpose of life can be anything yes. if your purpose of life is to only tell beautiful stories and to only uh, only share uh, my knowledge and my love for nature, for cinema for all forms of art and my enthusiasm but still being who
1: I am, who, who's my real self, then I think yeah. I'm happy being there Lovely. This is so amazing. I think this is one question I always wanted to ask you. I've, I've, i I think through these years, both directly indirectly, but just to have you and put this in the form of a structure and even make an impact to as many women as possible, I think uh, my purpose will be solved. Uh, Ashwini, thank you so much for giving time. I know you're in middle of you know, too many productions and, you know, all of the things. But thank you so much, Uh, you know, for taking time out to do this, talking to me and sharing so much about your life.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. i some just summed up, sum up this uh, uh, with one, this thing in the morning, just today in the morning, I asked, do uh, you think I'm like really crazy, right? <laughs> These ideas is because... Like I told you, that, I was sitting and carving today in the morning, <laughs> so it just, just kept here. That's why I remember. He, uh, he looked at me and he said, um, "No, but you're an artist, so it's okay."
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's idea lovely. So, so. I think I've I've got my promo conversation promo moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this yes. is <laughs> this is beautiful. Ashwini, all the best uh, thank for. Uh, thank you for being
0: always so. Uh, smiling and supportive of everything and also sometimes uh, uh, believing in me more than I believe in
1: myself so thank you for that so my pleasure I think it's been a pleasure I've been fortunate to work with you in the past and you know interact with you know you at both personal and professional level and I think that's why it was very important that you know I talk to you in a more more structured manner and you know share your story with so many other women who, who you know who want to hear this Thank you for watching this. If you've enjoyed this conversation, make sure you hit the like button, comment what was your favorite part, and also subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to press the bell notification to never miss a new episode because we have a lot more coming. Uh, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, GeoSavan by the name Questions I Wanted to Ask. You can listen to it wherever you like. Link will be in the description. You can follow me on social media Instagram, Twitter, etc. And All the links are in the description. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next one.